Hey, welcome into We Called It. Big, big show for you today. We are going to be talking about optimizing betting promos in the state of Ohio. Betting is coming. It's just around the corner. Lots of big deals. We're going to talk about how to get the best use out of all of them and what they mean for the t- traditional promos that you're offered. Can you double dip? Can you not? I have information on it all. Did way too much research. Read terms and conditions. Got really nerdy, and I love it. You're going to love all the information, too. Ken is here because... He's taking a break from baby time just to tell us all about Tua's concussions and give us a breakdown on kind of, you know, what's going on in the NFL and Tua's life for that matter. And then also, as always, we have our picks. We have our bets of the week. Lots of ways for you to follow us. And now with betting in Ohio, you'll actually be able to follow on most of these picks if you want. All right, Ken, welcome. It's good to have you here. How is baby Santiago? Uh, Santi and mom are doing great. Uh, They're like, they're excited. They're upstairs. I'm hoping at least one of them's sleeping. But um, <laughs> no, it, it's good to be back. I'm glad I get to do some work on your show. All right, here we go. So promos. These are very exciting. They are ways to get money from sports books. Sports books don't offer these often because they are trying to get you to come in to their book, commit to them. Like, and the number one thing I can suggest for anyone is sports books are not like a monogamous relationship. You want to cheat on them all. You want to go out where elsewhere, get all the money you can from them, find the best odds, find whatever you can to take advantage because they will absolutely try their best to take advantage of you. Bill, now, do you want to spill it up all of your money into several different sports books? 100%. So listen, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. Last week I talked about betting in units, right? And you can consider that as kind of a percentage of your total, what's called bankroll or betting pool which will be your money across all your sports books. So if you have $100 in each book, as of right now, I think I have 11 that I, or no, 10, 10 coming to Ohio that I think are worth getting their promos for and taking advantage of. So you could have $100 in each, that's $1,000 and you could be making $10 across each. It's very important. If you go onto websites like the Action Network, which is where I write, Unabated, which, um, it is, has a subscription plan, but also provides great information to bettors. Um, they show you a breakdown of all the odds across all these different sports books. And they do that so that you can get the best odds and take the best advantages and shots, um, you know, as you're just gambling. Like we talk about spreads, right? We'll say, you know, the Bengals on Monday night this week are a one and a half point underdog. Well, somewhere else they might be a two point underdog. And you can actually take an advantage, get half a point, and now you are more likely to push and get more money out of it. So very important, spread your money out and take advantage of all their promos. With that said, I have done a lot of research. I'm going to share my screen right now. I'm going to show you what I've come up with. So uh, my screen is loading, but there are two you can types of personally Phil, personally email it to you if you ask. Just send them your email address. <laughs> I'll post a link to it wherever. Find it in the comment section. By the way, like, comment, subscribe with questions. Um, anyways, what I've got there's two types of promos. There's a launch promo, which is new for all Ohio betters, and is only available until January 1st. Log on, sign up, get these right away, because they will not be available once the sports book goes live. And as you can see, there's only one book I deem as one that you shouldn't use, and that's Bet Fred. I'll explain that in a little but there is about $2,500 worth of free bets available just through launch promos. Most of these don't require deposits. They are also maybe low deposits. You're talking $20 or under, I think is what I typically see. And then there's the traditional promo. That is a risk-free bet. Now, these are interesting because they what they do is they take the, your money 
and you make a bet, whatever you deposit, and then they, if you lose the bet, they give it back to you. So it says up to 1000 up to 2500 1250 all that. But that is only if you risk that much. If you do not have that much available, it's okay. It's just that your bet, your bet reward, you know, will be less, which so, obviously we're not big guys here. We're not whales buying, buying books. Go so ahead. for 1200 uh, bucks, if, if I put in a bet and I lose, can I just take that 1200 back out? No. It's <laughs> a great oh, question. So, so they still so, get my money. Yes. So listen. All right. So if you put a thousand in, like the bet MGM bet, and you lose it, now you have a thousand dollars in bet credits, or you can think of it as bet MGM money. So you have to bet it through. So you have to use it through bet MGM in order to get it back. Um, it is unfortunate that you lost, and hopefully you win one of these two bets. The other caveat here, I believe, um, and it depends on the wordings of some of these, but if you if you have that thousand dollars in free bets and you win your bet. Now, a typical bet is you bet a thousand, you win about nine hundred because at fifty fifty odds are against the spread. Um, now, if you have if you lost the thousand and you're using a, a risk free bet and you win, you only get nine hundred back instead of one thousand nine hundred because you actually lost that money and you used a free bet. So it's not as perfect as it seems. There is some hacking you can do where if you have two accounts, you can take opposite sides of the same bet. So Ken, you have a wife. You could you could bet for the Browns and against the Browns, and then boom, one of you is guaranteed to win. You cash out with your money, and you actually end up in the green that way. Um, anyways. So did you just pick a, a way to actually take money from a casino? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's been done before. I had the, the casinos give you this money. Like, like you got to realize, this is free bets, and if you can get two things to do it and take the money, they're going to give it to you because all they want you to do is get that taste. You know, it's... I'm not, I'm not going to use analogies, but they want you, they want you to get a little bit of a taste of it. So you keep coming <laughs> back for more. <laughs> Anyways, with that said, like that's, that's why they're doing this. That's why they want you. And they're trying to buy your service. Like I said, don't commit to one because that's what they're doing with these promos. They're trying to get to buy you in to commit to them. Be loose, be smart, most importantly. And if you lose, like, don't, don't, don't go chasing, don't go chasing your losses. How about that? Okay. So now, real real quick, are all of these online and is there any benefit to actually going to a sports book? You know, all of these like new like restaurants, like have them. Um, no, I, I mean, really. Oh, like, that's, a, that, that's a great question. So there is one reason um, that I found online for you to go to a sports book. And that is pretty much only because the sports books are, are, are catching on to how good of a better you are. And they're starting to ban you from making bets. <laughs> so kiosks. Oh, so if you win a lot, like they won't let you bet. Yeah, a, 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 an issue is um, like DraftKings, FanDuel, Big Books in Vegas. If if someone's winning against them consistently, they will limit how much you can bet, or, or eventually they will just take away your betting rights for them. And by that, I mean it's like, oh, you can bet five dollars at most on a bet. And to these people who have won a lot, that's nothing. They don't care. Anyways, a kiosk doesn't have that kind of filter on it. I think is what I read. Uh, I am not sure. Ohio is actually one of the first um, states to use this kiosk system available at grocery stores, restaurants, whatever. So you might be able to get around some of those loopholes there, but that's it. Yeah. All In right. Cleveland, every sports bar, which by the way, there's a, there's one on every corner. Like every sports bar is getting these sports books. They're, they're loving it. If you do not drink and drive, you should not <laughs> drink and waste your money on sports booking. I highly encourage 
the late night Taco Bell on a drive home if someone when someone else is driving you home to stop and get some because that's like five dollars and you get something delicious for it. Uh, I will that's not encourage nothing you. compared to what you're winning on these sports books, baby. <laughs> I will not encourage you to be like the Browns are down by ten and now they're plus nine and a half live odds. I got to get a bet and do not chase. Do not chase <laughs> if you've been drinking. Okay, last thing on this. So I've covered um, the promos, the ones that exist, traditional. Oh, sorry. The last thing was you can double dip. You can sign up for these launch promos before January 1. Very important. Before January 1, that's when they will go away. And then the traditional promos, according to Cleveland.com, you can see I have that. That's where I've got this information from. They typically said that will be available. I'm personally all for, like I said, I'm not, I don't want to put cash up to match all these promos at all these books. You're talking... I have $7,000 listed. I'm not putting out $7,000 to get all these going. Um, so anyways, the reason I say... Hypothetically, yeah. hypothetically, if my wife and I both put in and we put in $7,000, <laughs> am I going to get $7,000 more? Um, so you will get roughly... If, if you took bets with opposing sides, which is typically betting spreads, betting over-unders, that was a guarantee to win. Very important. Guarantee to win, so get a half point in there. Um, you will get about a nine. Um, you'll get about seven thousand dollars on this seven thousand five hundred dollar. Um, yeah. So then I get that money, but then it's in credit, so I gotta bet it. Correct. No, 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 no. Because if you win, you can just cash out. Oh, I Cause, see. Because this is a risk-free bet. So once you win, like it, your base money, your first bet is a bait, you have the money in there. Your second mm -hmm. bet is when you get the promo because you lost. I gotcha. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so saying you can get six free thousand dollars. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. And it's only if you know how to arbitrage. I can I can talk more about it next week if people are interested because they'll still they should still have time to do this. You can shoot fill your email address and he'll send you <laughs> a good detailed link to it. Uh, yeah, I have a friend who actually did it in Indiana trying to break the rules and it 100% worked. So, uh, and then he lost the money betting in the Super Bowl. Anyways, let's keep going. All um, right. I love it. This, this is some good info, Phil. Good job. <laughs> okay. Double dip. Oh, and then the last thing to do, the way to use your free bets. If you are not arbitraging and taking both sides, what should you do with your $200 in free bets? Um, what? The best way to approach Bet it. the obvious ones. Bet against the Browns, right? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so this is does not apply to risk-free bets. This only applies to the launch promos where it says free bets, and these are this is money handed to you that you will that you can't lose to get. Like losing is not a problem. So when you have this moment, what you want to do is you want to load up uh, and take what is it? You want to take like a, a high-risk play. We mentioned last week parlays are suckers best. Well, this time you want to get a 15 or 20 to 1 payout. Maybe uh, because what's happening is you are essentially getting more risk or a higher return, but you aren't risking more because it's a free bet. It's not your money. It'd be like, cool, I'm going to take this $200. I'll buy 200 in lottery tickets because it's not my money anyway. I don't care. But if I win, I'm a millionaire. So don't go that far extreme in terms of, you know, trying to turn 200 into a million dollars because the odds of winning are like zero. So, but like, you know, you have $200 in free bets, you take a 10 to one bet, boom, this could potentially be a $2,000 payout for you. And if you lose, you, you, you don't sweat it. 
what I would say is the constraining point is you can kind of map it to what money means a lot to you. And that's just a funny, that's a funny phrase. I get it. But it's like saying, if I have $100 in free bets and I plan to make bets of $10, that's my unit. Well, that means if I have $200, I can make 20 bets. I can lose 20 bets in a row and they will be covered for free. So maybe your your payout in this case is just um, two to one. That is like betting the Texans as an underdog this week. Maybe you want to do that. Um, and then it's easy. But like, like I said, for me, there's so many. You have 10 different books that I'm going to be signing up for, or nine different books I'm going to be signing up for. Uh, and I will be trying to get probably like a 20 to one payout on all those. And if one hits, congratulations, I just got a 21 payout and I made more than I could have by, you know, being a little bit more conservative. Uh, again, that is per your own kind of like financial philosophy. I did a lot of research on this previously when I was writing same game parlays. Uh, so just be cautious, use your own head and don't overextend yourself. Ken, any questions? He's saying, you know, bet Texans for the Super Bowl, bet um, <laughs> the Guardians next year for uh, World Series. Like, hit the home run is what he's saying. Got it. Bet on Kevin Stefanski to get fired. We will talk about that next week. Uh, <laughs> anyways, last thing I'm going to say is Bet Fred is a um, sports book I have listed here. This promo is absolutely atrocious in terms of what is offered and what you have to do to get it. So your launch promo is $20. You get $20 in the bank. Not impressive as you see, you know, three digits on the other promos. But their uh, kind of risk-free version, if you want to say that, is every week they accumulate your totals. And for the first five weeks, you get 50% of your losses returned to you up to like, I think $100 or $200 or something. The problem is if you win your bets... This is or if you have a net positive. So if I bet three times and I win two of them and lose one, my net winnings is two to one, right? I cashed out. I won two of my lost one. You don't get your refund on the lost bet here. And if you do lose, and I do lose $100 in a week, I only get $50 back. Absolutely atrocious. Yeah, it's absolutely atrocious. I am not going to be picking that up. Uh, the only other one I have to point out on like the funkiness of it is the Tipico. They give a $250 in parlay bonus, which is free bet on a parlay. Uh, and absolutely, that's that's an easy one. Like I said, get your 250 Their traditional promo isn't there, so you have no incentive to put a lot of money into this place. I'd say just take the 250 crank up a huge 10, 20 to 1 payout, and just let it, let it ride. If you lose, you don't, you don't go back to them. They don't seem like a very strong, respectable sports book at this point because they don't have the good you know, offerings that the other ones do. Um, oh, that's the last thing. I said get into lots of sports books. If sports books will try to rip you off, and if there's like something close or controversial, you might not get paid out for something you believe you should get paid out for. I've seen it lots of times. It's happened to um, some people on Twitter that I follow, bigger names in, in the sports betting world. Um, I can talk about that later if anyone's interested. But um, you can stay away from those sports books. It, it, like, it's why you should stay away from shady offshore ones because you can't argue with them because you're already doing something illegal. If you go after them, they'll be like, fine, what are you going to do next? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
like I said, check out, I, I will have this information. I will have the link to the Cleveland article I used for this. Um, Unabated has something similar. That's an article on all this information. And the Action Network has links to all these promos. I, we are not sponsored by these sports books. I will typically not share these promos, but since this is the start of Ohio, um, I think it is best to try to get as much money he as you can. just told you how to get free money, guys. <laughs> just take it. Free, quote unquote, free, no, 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 free bets. That's what I said. This is the way to get your bankroll started. All right. And you need I... a friend. <laughs> yes. All right. Contact me for any questions. I'm happy to communicate. <laughs> this is this is, I know this is complicated. I've looked into it a lot. Part of the, like, lots of places will pump these promos. We will not do them after this. But like I said, start of Ohio, very special case, very unique situation, and very important to note. I checked the terms and conditions. I read things online. I asked people who've been in states where sports betting started. The launch promo and traditional promos have paid out in both, for both of them. Um, if it doesn't, I may have missed something. It may not have been perfect or clear, and I assumed one way or the other. I'm sorry. Uh, but at the same time, I'm just going to grab all the launch promos because I know, like I said, those re require zero cash outlay to start. I'm just going to take my free bets. All right. Take your free bets. Take your free money. Go home. All right. With that said, Ken, I've talked for 17 minutes. It is your turn. Job. All right. <laughs> Tua, so, let's start with Tua. So, Tua, first off, everyone's going to point to it. He took a hit to the head, and all of a sudden, he went from this 200-yard, uh, one or two touchdowns in the – or I think one touchdown in the first half to complete nightmare. He threw three picks. And uh, I, I do want to say that, uh, yes, th now this is his second documented concussion. With that being said, just watch the game. This is watch his games. This is his third concussion this year. So every single time you get one concussion, if depending on how long it is in between, if it's if it's not a long time in between, it takes longer to come back every single time. Uh, this third one here this year, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how long they come out because uh, concussion pro. Um, uh, protocols have gotten much more conservative. Typically, you you know sometimes you're able to get in in a week. Now it's taken one to two weeks if you uh, have uh, these uh, you know uh, muscular spastic changes uh, that you see on the field. Those people have almost I think every one of them has been out at least two weeks so far this year. Now he wasn't exhibiting symptoms during the game. It happened after when you have uh, that happen, or especially if. Uh, your symptoms go away and then they come back. It does take longer to come back. With that being said, he was gone two, uh, two or three weeks last time. That, that looked really bad. Um, of course, you know, we're not uh, the independent neurologists who are evaluating them. But uh, with that being said, I, I mean, I'm expecting a multiple week uh, absentee or uh, absenteeism from him. But um, I, I cannot. Uh, confidently say that his, you know, changing gameplay was was 100% due to the uh, concussion. I mean, he has. I mean, yes, uh, a lot of the Miami offense is bang bang, short pass accuracy, and uh, the receivers make big yards after catch and then hit a big play to you know your playmakers uh, every once in a while. But um, concussion protocol is to protect the players. That that's 100%. Um, you know, what it's for. And if, 
I just can't confidently tell you that his, you know, his horrible second half was, was due 100% to the concussion. Um, now the, the other question, okay. Yeah. Now they're progressive. This, this is his third this year. If you remember Brandon cooks, he, he had three, uh, a few years back and he wasn't the same the whole year. Yeah. I mean, you, some people argue it wasn't even the same, you know, the year after, but, um, you know, it does take a while. Every single time he, he gets another one, it, it is more severe. The question is how many, you know, can you take? And, uh, you know, it, everyone saw that video of, um, the guy from, uh, the concussion Will Smith movie, uh, saying to, uh, I love you. Stop playing. Well, it, you know, it, when you're talking about long, long-term effects, I mean, you do have to start thinking about this and it's the, okay, every single time this happens, are you going to have five, six weeks out? And at that point, you know, what, you know, what are, what are you doing? And, and, you know, every single commentator is talking to, you see two a play and they're like, oh, he has to learn to go down. Oh, he has to learn to go down. And he, he's not the most mobile guy. And the truth is, I mean, you gotta, you gotta play to protect. You see Tom Brady back there. Yeah. He's not having a good game, but he gets rid of the ball in less than two seconds every single pass. I mean, it just really, uh, it, it's just so quick. Uh, he, you know. he also knows how to take a hit, and that's, that sounds bad, but if you watch Tom Brady, when the pressure gets there, he just goes down. Tua tries to fight, and that's when you get these whipped, thrown down, probably bigger hits. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's never worth the extra yard, you know. You see, uh, I'll tell you for my fantasy team, I have Justin Herbert this year because he's he's been a very good runner. He's he's fast. He is mobile, but man, he he wants a career, and he 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 goes down early. He doesn't run often, and th- those you know those are signs of the quarterbacks that last. Just <laughs> is. Sorry, RG three. Sorry, like th- those quarterbacks just Andrew, they, Andrew they don't make it. Oh, exactly. So. Uh, Tua, it's a tough one. Uh, no, I'm not his doctor. I'm not going to give him, you know, medical advice. But it, it, it these things as we know, are he does watch this program for medical advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Any issues? Please contact your own uh, primary care physician, not me. <laughs> the old liability. Oh, and also for true betting advice, don't contact me. And if you have betting issues, call that uh, betting addiction problem. Call that uh, hotline number. Just eliminating all liability in the last 30 seconds. (laughs) Okay. Let's get to it. I think we're going to be making some picks this week now. Um, I'm looking at it, and Kent, we have a lot of the same picks. This should be kind of a boring segment. Okay, let me start with one that you don't have. Probably one of the I like it. All right. So, uh, tomorrow or tonight, depending on when this comes out, uh, you got Dallas versus Tennessee. Now, one huge thing. Now, um, Derek Henry's on my fantasy football championship team. He won't be in my fantasy football championship lineup. He is not playing and he is fine. He has a hip injury that he played through last week. He is fine, but they are a Tennessee versus Jacksonville week 18 AFC South championship game. Both of those teams are playing games that are absolutely irrelevant. Now, um, with that being said, Dallas, although, you know, yes, they came off a hot win against uh, Philly, but they gave up 34 points total to, to Philly. You know, uh, one of them, at least one of them was a defensive touchdown. But at yep. the same time, 
they did not show their, their best foot on defense. And they're going to come out and try to prove they are the an elite defense in this uh, league. And poor Malik Willis. Malik Willis all year has shown us that he is not ready for the NFL just yet. Uh, there's a reason why he fell in the draft. And I now you're going to take away this only offensive weapon. I'm sorry. Malik Willis is going to have a long, tough day. Uh, I am going with Dallas. I know the line's uh, moving. It's double digits. You know, I might get, I might take them if it, if it got to 20. I mean, I think this is going to be a rough game to watch unless you bet the Dallas Cowboys. Now, with that being said, I'm also taking the under because, uh, you know, Tennessee, they're looking at three to seven points in junk time. Uh, the only question is, is can Dallas get to 40 by themselves? And they actually might. Uh, I'm really hoping now the Tennessee run defense is still money. It's still good. That's the, uh, the bread and butter of the Cowboys. Dak, he's going to throw a pick. It's just what he does. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think that this game gets out of hand quick, and I, I think da uh, Dallas just takes the foot off the gas. So not going to be a fun one to watch unless you bet Dallas. Okay, I can't believe we're going we're gonna to take a break from um, the picks because I forgot to mention Derek Carr got benched. Oh, yeah. Like uh, actually, actually, we can work that right into San Fran minus ten. We are both, we are both tailing that. I'm so excited for this pick because Jared Stidham is terrible. So I'm just going to start there. <laughs> actually, like we've seen Jared Stidham, he was a fourth round pick. He has not shown much in this league, and there's a and Josh McDaniels is out here just trying to blame anyone else that isn't him for his bad offensive production. Derek Carr has been a solid to like a solid to respectable quarterback. You're talking like. I know it's like a C plus to B minus, but at least you know that's a starting quarterback in this league. Jared Stidham is not a starter. It is going to go terribly. San Fran's defense is way better than, and like it's the best defense in the NFL. It's absolutely going to shut down everyone. I'm just, I feel so bad for Derek Carr getting scapegoated. He's going to make a great quarterback for the Colts next year when they go and trade for him. But yeah, and San Fran's offense, yeah, it's just going to, the, the Raiders defense isn't good. They have two good players and they're pass rushers. Well, San Fran thrives in either running and using creative runs to, you know, miti mitigate the pressure or the, the pass rushers, you know, influence or quick throws, which makes Max Crosby, Crosby irrelevant because he can't get to the Brock Purdy in time. So San Fran minus 10. That's my take, you know, with a little bit of Derek Carr mixed in. I have the San Francisco 49ers defense in, in this fantasy football championship. And I was so pumped to hear about this Derek Carr news. And, um, yeah, I was, I was borderline. I probably wasn't even going to take this game if Derek Carr plays, uh, cause every once in a while that offense can look good for the first half. They don't do anything in the second half ever. Um, but, uh, no, uh, I mean, Jared Stidham versus this 49ers defense, which is, I mean, as good as it gets everywhere besides, uh, the DBs and the DBs are just above average, you know, and they're the worst part of the whole team. I mean, the, I, I really, obviously, uh, with the exception of quarterback right now, but uh, I love watching the 49ers play. I think uh, Shanahan uh, does a good job of protecting his soft spots on the offense. And uh, I, I also would consider taking the under because once again, Las Vegas is not going to score, but uh, you know, this, this could very easily be a, a 35 to 10 game. So uh, I'm, I'm out on the, uh, the total. All right. 
Just I just looked up Jarrett Stidham's stats on the year. He's eight of thirteen for seventy-two yards. Last year, uh, or no, last time he played was twenty twenty. Last time he played before that was twenty twenty, when um, he was on the Patriots, where he had two touchdowns, three interceptions, and five point eight yards per attempt. I have no idea in what world that Josh McDaniels thinks this is going to go better for them than Derek Carr. Uh, but I also think Josh McDaniels does a terrible. We'll, we'll see if if Jared Stidham actually throws the ball to uh, what's it called his best receivers because that's one thing that Derek Carr did not do. There's so many weapons on that team, but I just don't think it matters. All right, we'll go to my next pick. Then I'm going to take Minnesota plus three and a half. I know we trash on them all the time, and it's so much fun because they are. I think they're 11 and 0 in one score games this year, which completely reverses um, where they were the last two years, where they were always losing one score games. Kirk Cousins, I don't know what's happening. It's probably just Justin Jefferson being a beast when they need him to and making plays. Uh, but I think Kirk Cousins has a good command over this offense. He fought the blitz well against the Giants and Green Bay right now. They are getting so much love for having such a soft schedule. I'm pulling it up right now. But they have just been going through and beating not good teams. Their last, their three-game win streak is against the Bears, the Rams, and then the Dolphins, which was a solid win, but also the Dolphins had four turnovers in that game. So I am out on the Packers actually being good. I think Minnesota, they play one-score games. I just said that. So if it's, as long as it's a close game, this is a three-and-a-half-point spread. You get to cover it with uh, the Vikings. I was so excited to go against you with this one, and I was going to crush Green Bay till I realized, no, no, they're not getting three and a half. They're giving three and a half. I, for the life of me, couldn't understand it. Uh, I would pick them, except for I just love watching Aaron Rodgers. I really want to see him in the playoffs. And as a personal matter, I'm out on this game. So... I think Christian Watson is also out on this game, which was part of the influence, or he's going to be beat up. So that really hampers. The Packers offense has only looked good when he's been on the field. Ken, your next pick. All right. So my other game that I was really close to uh, being the pick of the week, which I like. It is. It's going to be pick of the week. Uh, on Bill also picked it. I didn't want to pick it as pick of the week, but it is the Carolina Panthers uh, plus three against Tampa Bay. And once again, this is one of those games where you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to take Carolina minus three. Oh, wait, no, they're they're getting three points. And that is just because Tom Brady's on the other side. People still believe in him at the end of the year. But man, I I don't understand it. Just if you if you guys watch the uh, Arizona-Tampa Bay game, it's brutal, brutal to watch. They just put six people in short coverage uh, against Tom Brady. And he looked lost out there. I mean, unfortunately, this is not the same Tom Brady. This is not the same offense. Uh, and I really think that, you know, Carolina, they, you know, they do a few things real well. They play defense. They run the ball. I really like the Chuba Hubbard, Donson Foreman, one, two. Uh, they, they have the third guy in there, too, that who just sprinkles in just enough. Um, but uh, Sam Darnold, yeah. You don't give him a chance to beat you, and they don't. I mean, he he throws the ball less than twenty times a game. They they don't need to use him. They sprinkle him in just enough. Uh, this is good. I mean, if you wanted to take the uh, the under at forty and a half, you could. Tom Brady, he's had some magic at the end of these games to you know to win them. I mean, he's been down. Uh, it's like 
two scores in the fourth quarter, the last couple games, comes back to win. I don't think he can do that against a good team. So, yeah, I was just looking at Tom Brady and the Buccaneers since the bye. You know, that's when they were going to get it right and fix their team. They are two and three with an overtime win last week against the Cardinals, who were led by Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley is worse than Sam Darnold. I know I know it's hard for anyone to be worse than Sam Darnold, but he is much worse than Sam Darnold. Uh, like a one dim- so you have a one-dimensional offense now, and they got ran through by the Cardinals, who don't have a good rushing game. So I'm with you. Panthers should have some success on the ground. I don't know what it happened to them. I think two weeks ago, the Steelers stifled them, but at least they have, they have a good run defense. Uh, but I am just unimpressed by the Buccaneers. Their wins, um, like I said, have they're never big. You're talking what the, the only two games that they won by more than uh, one possession were the first two games of the season. That was against the Cowboys and against the Saints. So give, getting getting three points, uh, the Panthers, and this is for the NFC South almost. So I think. They have to, if the Panthers win, they have to do whatever Tampa Bay does next week, which is, you know, if Tampa Bay wins, they have to win. If Tampa Bay loses, they have to lose, or they can lose. So I am in, both teams come out playing hard. Go ahead. So, yeah, just real quick on this one. Uh, On this, uh, according to Action Network, if you've heard of it, uh, (laughs) 95% of the money is currently on the Panthers, 69% of the tickets. Uh, So... We're with everybody else on this one. Yeah, so this is, um, this is which a, means this that is, this is the world versus special. Tampa. This is the yeah. world versus Tampa Bay. <laughs> if Tampa Bay wins, <laughs> then the books are going to be eating a lot of money or paying out. All right, so uh, my next pick, I have Baltimore minus two and a half. Here it is. No, you know what? I'm saving that one for last. Mike White is here. Jets minus one and a half. There is nothing better than rooting for Mike White. And he makes this offense look actually real and functional. We talked about how much we hate Zach Wilson. We bet against him the last two weeks. And each of the last two weeks, we've been paid out big because of it. Well, he's gone now. The, uh, the numbers for them tanked. So now you get the Mike White bonus. Uh, Chris Strebler, I think his name was, at, just showed that they can have kind of the uh, Taysom Hill offense worked in a little bit where you have a running quarterback come in and start bullying people. That's just another little hint that can get them maybe a first down uh, on fourth and one. But Mike White, when he throws to Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson has looked like a top 10 receiver in this offense. And when anyone else does, he doesn't. So I am all in on Mike White coming in, saving this offense. And the Seattle Seahawks have not looked good recently. And the Jets have cornerbacks to match up with DK Metcalf, to match up with Tyler Lockett. They're not going to get the big plays they normally do. They can't run the ball well. So... See, Seattle doesn't have a good defense. They've relied on their offense. When their offense tailed off, they tailed off. Guess what? Jets' defense is going to smother them. Jets' offense is going to crush them. Here we go. J-E-T-S. That spells Mike White. I was all with you on it. Uh, I was a little worried about the Jets going all the way to the West Coast, but I'm not worried about Mike White. He's coming back <laughs> angry. Um, but, uh, no, I, I agree. This has a lot to do with, like, the downfall of Seattle. They were, what, 7-4. They were eyeing up playoffs. And they just haven't looked the same. A part of it, I think, is, uh, you know, Kenneth Walker got hurt, and maybe he's not, you know, he's hit, he's not hitting these home run runs anymore. And uh, between that and Geno Smith coming back down to earth, uh, I really hope it's not Geno Smith just playing how he has his whole career. I, I want to see a resurgence. I want to see him, you know, 
be what they wanted Russell Wilson to be in Denver. But um, no, no, no. I, I mean, number one, like, like Phil said, this is a great matchup for the Jets defense. Number two, Mike White can beat up a bad defense. Uh, yes. Also big, 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 important. The Jets need to win to make the playoffs. The, I want to see the Jets in the playoffs. I think they are a playoff caliber team. With Hopefully Mike they White. Can actually, yes. Well, only with Mike White. <laughs> uh, if he started all year, they're probably an 11, 12 win team. I'm just kidding. I have to look at this, you know, who they played, where they lost. All right, Ken, your next pick. Um, the only other pick. You have two I, left. I have two. Uh, well, we're going to save that one for the end. Uh, so, uh, Arizona versus Atlanta. I think that now I don't trust Desmond Ritter. I don't trust Colt McCoy. I don't know who's going to win, but I know that they're not going to score points. Now, uh, Atlanta has done a great job of running out the clock. I don't Colt McCoy. He, he certainly can dink and dunk a little better than uh, Trace McSorley. Man, I just watching DeAndre Hopkins out there. They just love to highlight how open he is and how he's not getting the ball on every single pass route. Uh, Colt McCoy can get him a little bit. He's not going to be able to get him a long pass. I think this is going to be a a slow running, played out game, and I do not think it's going to hit forty two. So. I'm going with the under. All right. My last pick, I hinted at it, Baltimore minus two and a half. They are taking on Pittsburgh. So I don't believe Lamar Jackson's coming back for this game, but I believe Baltimore's defense is kind of working its way up to the 49ers caliber level defense. The problem is they don't have the same level pass rush, which really sucks, but they do have a better back end. I think they have a better uh, – they have an equal linebacking core now that they have Roquan Smith. Uh, they just missed that upfront uh, presence. But anyways, the Steelers, their offense is just abysmal. It's absolutely, it, it, it doesn't work. Um, it just doesn't work well right now. And I know people are going to point out recent games, but I also think they've had a very cupcake schedule recently. So I think Baltimore stifles the run game, and we see the Najee Harris that we saw at the beginning of the year. You're talking 20 carries for 30 yards, Najee Harris, forcing the ball to be thrown. And when you do that, the Ravens are going to sit back and they're going to make plays. Marcus Williams, Marcus Peters, uh, Marlon Humphrey, they can match up with uh, George Pickens. They can match up with Deontay Johnson and they can make plays. Uh, and then lastly, Baltimore's offense is currently doing enough of what they need to do to win and produce. Uh, I, the under is 35 and a half. It's too low for me. Uh, but I just think Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, they are enough to get, you know, a solid I'm guessing the, this is going to be like a 16 to 10 game. Like I said, still worried about the under. So I'm just going to go with uh, Baltimore. It's less than a field goal. So you're getting pretty close to hoping that just that they win. I don't know what's going on with Justin Tucker recently. He's had two field goals blocked the last two weeks and missed one other. So I, I'm, I'm guessing he gets back on track and Baltimore covers. <laughs> yes, it's not horrible weather, not him kicking a little <laughs> lower because of wind. It's just, you know what? Justin Tucker isn't hitting every single shot. So, uh, no, he, he's fine, Bill. Yeah. All right, you're up. All right. So this one, I'm actually a little uh, upset with my uh, Cincinnati uh, co-host here that he hasn't uh, selected anyone for this game. But uh, you got to put your money where your Super Bowl appearance was last year. Uh, and I'm going with Cincinnati uh, plus one and a half at home against uh, the Bills. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this one I did look up, and it did not look good for um, 
the uh, I can't find it. Yeah, for the the Bengals, like a lot of money is on uh, Buffalo. But the truth is, I mean, Bengals have been underappreciated by the books this whole year. So what are they in their last like eighteen or like twenty? They're they're they keep beating the, these spreads and. Uh, I mean, last week was the only one that was really that close. Uh, yes, and they did win just by the, you know, the skin of their teeth. But uh, this Bengals team is for real. I think that uh, Josh Allen, he, I mean, of course, he's been doing good, but he's been throwing interceptions. He, you know, he hasn't been playing at the MVP level he was at the beginning of, of the year. Uh, he's only top five in MVP right now, uh, especially with how hot the Bengals are. I mean, uh, maybe a hot take, but I don't think he's uh, any better of an MVP candidate than Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow, he has T. Higgins. Yes, I read it uh, in an ESPN article saying that they have two elite outside receivers, and that is accurate. Um, Jamar Chase, he's healthy. T. Higgins has been good all year, except for he randomly just goes out in games, but then comes back next one just fine. Um, but Joe Mixon's healthy. Their offensive line's looking much better. Uh, the the Bills' defense has been, you know, sketchy recently. Yes, they did a good job against the Bears in, you know, a frozen tundra game, but um, they have not been the same without Von Miller. I do not. I mean, this is a, a good, uh, you know, playoff warm up. We're lucky to be getting it week seventeen on Monday night, but uh, no, I, I think we're going to see some fireworks. I would hit. I would say hit the over, but it's a big number, like forty nine and a half. Um, but I do like the Cincinnati Bengals here. So the Bengals, for the record, are 12-3 and three against the spread on the year. So absolutely phenomenal. They are breaking Vegas. Now, the big reason I didn't take this game is I've preached it for weeks and weeks and weeks, but the corners for the Bengals are awful. Like, they are two of the worst in the NFL, and they are finally going up against receivers who can torch them. Now, the Chiefs also faced this defensive backfield and the Bengals out schemed the chiefs offense and were able to protect their corners. I don't know if that's going to happen. If Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis are just going to make plays, we will see. That's the reason I stayed away from this game. I will say if the Bengals win these last two games, I think they go into the playoffs and will have beat all the other AFC playoff teams, except for the almighty Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, real quick, eighty-eight uh, percent of the money is on the Bills. Sixty-seven percent of the tickets are on Cincinnati. So, uh, I, I hate the term sharps because the more I look into it, I try to follow sharps, and it turns out anyone can call themselves sharp. Uh, but so, uh, it, it, you know, this is that classic like the professional lot of money versus the just total number of tickets bet. Okay. I'm going to say this because betting is coming here and you brought up a good point. It's something I forgot to mention previously. Whatever you do, do not pay for someone's picks on betting. We are here. We are giving them away for free. Unless you can message us for our private picks. Email. <laughs> I am not going. I am not going to say we are experts. I am not going to suggest that you go and say, hey, this model runs like this and create, and you can hit 90% of your picks. It's all crap. They just want your money. Okay. I'm I want to give you in the last two weeks. Send me an email. <laughs> I want to give, we are, we are giving your picks right now. They are free. They are available. I will make sure of that all the time. I will never, ever force you to pay for our picks. 
Um, but information and making smarter decisions is something I believe that we are trying to do here. We are trying to provide you insight, why we make picks, maybe help you make informed decisions. Don't ever just pay for someone's lineup in DraftKings or something else somewhere just because just do, do your own homework, make an informed decision. One, you feel better about it. And two, you won't go chasing after them on Twitter. Like I'm sure one day when we blow up, we are going to get hate for it. Three, I don't even know. Oh, it's just a waste of money. And it forces you to have a higher return on your investment. It is excessive. And I just think it's, it, it's wrong um, for people to be selling stuff like that too. Okay. You can hit a hot parlay off of the picks that me and Phil agreed on today. Dude, you and Connor, I swear. Last week, I I go on like five minutes about not talking about betting parlays with your own money. And Connor goes, yeah, bet all my picks in a parlay. I go, Connor, why? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think that's all I have. Ken, do you have anything else? Sorry, I added a lot of sarcasm today, Phil. Uh... (laughs) It got yelled at last (laughs) week. Got yelled at last I, week I told Kev Phil too much uh, sarcasm. Uh, shout out to Steve Call, who's my brother. He got me this cool <laughs> hat. He has Call on the side there. Uh, Guardians. Yeah, uh, shout out to Steve. Steve doesn't listen. He doesn't even know this exists. Don't worry. No, he does. I mean, he, he knows doesn't. it exists, he but he doesn't, doesn't listen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can't get my own brother to listen. But you, random listener in Iowa or North Dakota, we appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, it's fun to be back on. Thanks. Uh, I got to go Kent. make sure no babies are crying. Yeah, you go. Thank you for being here. I hope you can make it again at some point in ever. See ya. All right. See ya <laughs> for the playoffs.